0: shields and you're listening to the cozy sleuth today snoops and sleuths i have heather how do you pronounce your last name it's widener widener just wanted to make sure i didn't absolutely must that up oh no i get called wiener widener everything <laughs> yeah well i get the same with my first name i get luann Leanne. <laughs> but she's here to talk with us about her books writing and all things cozy would you like to introduce yourself to my snoops and sleuths?
1: Oh, thank you so much for having me. This is so exciting to be here with your listeners. I'm Heather Widener. I write the Delaney Fitzgerald series, and that's a traditional PI set in Richmond, Virginia, and she gets in way more trouble than I do. <laughs> and this series is Jules Keene, and it's a glamping series. And she owns a resort in the Blue Ridge Mountains of Virginia, and she takes the uh, beat up trailers and refurbishes them for glamping and glamorous camping experience. So the first book is Vintage Trailers and Blackmailers.
0: Oh, I love the title. It sounds so much fun. It is. And then they add a
1: line of tiny houses at the end of the book. So I'm really fascinated <laughs> with those little tiny
0: spaces. Yeah. So is any of your writing inspired by your actual life?
1: A bit. I'm a CK, which is a cop's kid, so I thought everybody talked about murder and mayhem at the dinner table. I mean, that was always a dinner <laughs> conversation, and I didn't realize it wasn't good company talk until I got to college, <laughs> so I think there's always a little bit of that, and and my dad is retired now, but he's still my best um, source of everything, like, Dad, what's a meth lab smell like, and Dad, how many, you know, what kind of knife would I use to do this, or <laughs>
0: Oh, you are so lucky. When it comes to me writing mine, I think I'm like on a couple of watch lists or something from the research I've had to do.
1: Oh, I know I am. And because, you know, there's just things you don't want to Google. And then I do. And then all of a sudden, all these knives start popping up in ads. And all these poisons start popping. And I'm like, oh, I'm on somebody's list. Yep. Uh
0: (laughs) Uh-huh. Oh, boy. Isn't that the truth? That I always get but it's for a book it's, it's for a book <laughs> no, I wish there was something you could put in with Google where it's like for a book <laughs> how do you do this
1: <laughs> and they always ask my husband are
0: you afraid of her and he's like no but then I'm like but you've never given me steak knives either so <laughs> <laughs> I had one friend ask me how do you sleep at night knowing what you know <laughs>
1: Isn't it funny that I'll watch all these true crime shows and then go to bed? I mean, that's, I mean that should not be your way to relax. <laughs> but it is. I,
0: know. I know. Or in my case, it's like the old Hitchcock movies or oh, yes. the old yes. black and white mystery movies. That's how I relax. And it's like, this is not normal, relaxing to the thin man or uh-huh. to... <laughs> Postman, Manilla rings once, so, yeah. <laughs> the my cozy it? mystery writers are an odd lot.
1: <laughs> and I'm forever more. I mean, I'll go places and I'll be with people and I'm like, oh, I'm like, what are you staring at? I'm like, I could put a body over there. You could hide somebody <laughs> behind that. So now they tease me all the time. They're like, here, I took a picture of this place at my grandmother's farm. You could hide a body there. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. But you need different things. And in a cozy world, it's different because it's not like a slasher or a horror or anything like that. So you do need normal places.
0: <laughs> yeah. Like with mine, um, the first ever one, my main character finds the body on her ranch. Yeah, just, as- just in the goat pasture. <laughs> And see, that would be perfectly normal to have the goat step over it and just keep walking. <laughs> yep. <laughs> of course what makes mine not so normal is that the body happens to be that of a gnome. <laughs> How cool. See <laughs> so you mix all kinds of I think that's fine. See, I
1: don't know. I use the world we have. <laughs> I guess I'm not good at world building. I mean, I like to build the town and the characters and and Jules has the uh, vintage trailer. So I love doing the research and I theme each one of them. She's got one that's like Barbie, dressed up like Barbie. And she's got one that she's got for uh, the Beatles and there's another Elvis one and things like that. So I have a good time naming them and coming up with all of the accoutrements and the, the posh stuff that goes with it. But.
0: Oh, that is a lot of fun so do you have any advice for those who would want to write or write cozy specifically i'd say read a lot read
1: everything that you could get your hands on and see what's in the genre because if you're going with a traditionally published route whatever you're writing now isn't going to sell or publish until about a year and a half two years so you have to kind of be forward thinking so read everything absolutely and be persistent it's it's a business and you know with fantasy and other types of genres werewolves are in no they're not now it's vampires nope not vampires now it's something else so it it always goes with the industry and the trends so write what you like and what you enjoy and I think you'll find a place for it
0: absolutely and I think even in the cozy realm there's a little bit of that what's in won't be in a year later things like that mm-hmm. small towns are in big cities are in uh paranormal the witch is in or yep no witch let's have a ghost <laughs> <Yes. Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> or Inside. even mine where it's like a native american elf might not be in for another five years who knows
1: <laughs> so i think you just have to write what you think and feel and like and what you would like to read and I think it it finds a home it, it, it ends up because when I finally finished the first Delaney book they were saying oh PIs are out nobody's going to want to do a PI anymore and I'm like really <laughs> but she's a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah.
0: So do you have a favorite character or would you get in trouble with your other characters?
1: Oh probably I always like There's always a dog or a cat so that that's always my fun character that can be sassy and can just be a dog and (laughs) can be funny and it can be serious and then if something happens like the dog runs away then there's just this horrible trauma. So, I, I like the animals in the stories. Back in the first PI book, the very first one, I wrote this really sleazy strip club character and he was only supposed to be there for the first book. I mean, he's just gross. He has no table manners. He's just rude. And he he runs a strip club. And it's not even a nice nice club. It's just ick. And my readers loved him. So now he's in every book. And he kind (laughs) of grows on you. So I kind of added a little bit of nice, like he house sits for his neighbor and he watches her cats. So he's not a
0: totally horrible person,
1: <laughs> but he still has bad table manners.
0: <laughs> uh, you never know what character is gonna stand out to your readers.
1: They loved him. And
0: but he grew on me.
1: Yeah. And
0: he's just there now. He, he just has to be there. <laughs> <laughs> so do you have an author that has most influenced your writing?
1: Oh goodness. I think it probably started out with all the writers that were Carolyn Keene. I mean, I started out with Nancy Drew and then moved, you know, that was a gateway to Agatha Christie and Alfred Hitchcock and Hardy Boys. And then all of a sudden, then it became Cozy Mysteries and it's whomever I'm reading at the moment, but there's so many good cozy writers out there. So when they say, who's your favorite? I start, do you have time? I mean, there's like 50.
0: <laughs> <laughs> one of my favorite things I've seen on Facebook is this thing that's, it's a conversation between two people. The first person says, so do you have a favorite book? The other one says, you mean of the ones I'm currently reading? It's like, no, of all time. Just like, you mean of this genre, because like, no of all time it's like oh I need you to be more specific <laughs> yeah
1: who's your one favorite writer I'm like there are so many and I bounce genres sometimes I mean I like history and I like biography and uh, I do like thriller and suspense so I go there and then but I always come back to the cozy mysteries I mean I just there's something about them that I love
0: yeah, I, I hear you on that. I go between sci-fi, uh, cozy mysteries, uh, classic mysteries. Uh, but cozy mysteries always seem to draw me back in. And it's it's a great genre and a great community of fans, in my opinion.
1: Oh, awesome. They are awesome fans. But I always learn something. I mean one of them runs a scrapbooking store, and one of them is a blacksmith, and one of them is, a, you know, and you, you learn from their hobbies and their jobs, and, you know, some are bakers, and I'm not a very good knitter, so I appreciate those. I think they're wonderful, but, you know, I, I love to learn the, the different hobbies, and, and as you're writing them, and you know this, that you have to have a job that she can leave. I mean, if she's leaving her store every day to go be a sleuth, she's not making money at the store. So <laughs> it, it, she probably couldn't be a teacher and be a sleuth unless it was after class or, you know, things like that. So yeah. I, I'm not saying those are jobs that can't be sleuths, but you just have to be creative and find ways that they can escape and do the sleuthing they need to do.
0: True, um, I'm actually getting ready to do NaNoWriMo Oh, Uh, really? Oh. In a few days. And my latest character is going to be running what's called a cereal bar. For breakfast cereal? Yeah. Oh, cool. cool. I think that'd be (laughs) great. It's a little place that's going to be called the Saturday morning. (laughs) Oh, I'm there. I'm a 70s kid who sat
1: in front of the TV every Saturday with a bowl of cereal. (laughs) I am there. Cartoons (laughs) and cereal.
0: (laughs) And he's got a... Griffin that has kind of a popcorn addiction for his animal sidekick
1: (laughs) oh I love it that's so creative
0: but I it's a job that he can leave to to do his sleuthing and Mm -hmm. things like that so
1: and food is always a big one too I'm not a very good cook I can follow instructions and I can do party foods but if you said make a dinner for 20 people I'd you know hyperbunolate it would no i can call a caterer (laughs) but i love the recipes i mean i love going through them and go oh that's a good i'll try that one or this this is really cool so you'll have to come up with all these different
0: cereals and way to mix cereals and yeah um, i didn't think about that but that is something i'm gonna have to figure out i have a hard enough time with um my my mystic ranch mystery series right now with uh When you say cook a dinner for 20 people makes you hyperventilate. That's actually my main character's dream. She is like a major, I, I gave her a, a Myers-Briggs test. Oh, that's a good way to do it. Yeah, that's good. I used the 16 personalities website and she is an entertainer. It's like, so what's funny is she, she ends up by the third book married to an introvert. It's always the way yeah yeah so it's it's kind of fun seeing the two personality types reflect off each other
1: I think that's good though because that gives you opportunities for tension and for I like it loud no I want to stay home and be quiet or I let's go to a party no let's not yeah <laughs> <laughs> I've heard authors do that that they will look at the personality tests and kind of figure out where they fit on those um the grids and the, the the graph charts of are they ESTJ or are they I you know yeah where do they fit
0: <laughs> and it's so funny answering the questions as your character because because you just go into it thinking okay this is not going to be that different than what I get normally all of a sudden you've answered for your character and while mine is a naturally an introvert she's on the extrovert scale and it's like how is it possible that i created a character that is so unlike me (laughs) but i think that's cool because everybody says are
1: they you and i said well i always write about redheads because that's what i know but and i like you know, I'm like Mustangs, and I like Jeeps and cars that I don't have. I always give it to the character, so they have this neat car or <laughs> something like that. But it, it's not really me because if I saw a dead body, I would run screaming. I mean, I would just be dialing nine one one and screaming. And she goes over and pokes it. I mean, it's just so <laughs> it's, 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 it's not me. And sometimes. Because I would say, oh, this is dangerous. We shouldn't be doing this. Or, you know, don't disturb the crime scene. And, you know, she didn't care. I and mean, she's
0: piling in. Whose wallet is this? Whose phone is this? Oh, there's a gun. <laughs> yeah, it's like, uh, are you sure you should be doing this, character? Yeah, you need this for the book. So I'm doing it. <laughs> Or she'll
1: run headlong, all of them do they run headlong into something or they're chasing somebody or spying and then they end up in a predicament and it's like <laughs> really yeah those shoes were not the ones you should be wearing for chasing people or yeah
0: it's that like okay. really you're wearing heels and running through a a forest or whatever
1: <laughs> or you just went in the closet or in a basement and you didn't take your phone and you don't have a flashlight and now what are you gonna do <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I like them to kind of save themselves. I mean, every once in a while, there'll be a, something that'll happen that'll help, help them. Sorry about that. A character to help them, but I, I like them to use their wits and try to, okay,
0: whatever you've got in your pocket,
1: that's what you're going to have to use.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so if you and your main character sat down for coffee, what kind of drink would they get? Hmm. <laughs>
1: I have a day gig and the security guard laughs at me all the time because I only drink iced coffee (laughs) and it's got to be really, really creamy, milky, like sweet dessert and he's like it's January why are you drinking iced coffee and I'm like that's just me but so we could go out and she would probably get the hot coffee or the hot chocolate or something but I would have the iced coffee
0: (laughs) (laughs) with sprinkles and all the whipped cream and all of it (laughs) so basically if you were in a Hallmark Christmas movie you'd be ordering the hot chocolate with the whipped cream sprinkles and the peppermint stick sticking out of it (laughs) exactly yes that'd be perfect (laughs)
1: and my dog found starbucks because that was kind of our little thing when she went to the vet i would swing by there and get her one of those puppuccinos well now every time we drive by starbucks she perks up and i'm like oh no 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 we're not getting puppuccinos today (laughs) (laughs) oh she's a hoot though she knows exactly where the treats come from
0: (laughs) oh goodness my dog is exactly the same way when i let her out If she does her business, she gets a treat. Mm -hmm. Well, she's gotten to where she'll sit on her rug just outside the kitchen. And I swear, she looks at the treat bag and then at me. (laughs) Like, you you know, (laughs) it's right there. It's right there.
1: (laughs) Her brother, my other one, he will fib to go outside and he'll stand out there for three or four seconds and then come back because he doesn't really have to go. He just wants the treat. (laughs) And I'm like, "Uh uh-huh, you're playing a game here. Okay, I figured this
0: out. Uh, Sometimes I think they think they're smarter than us. (laughs) Which I think is why it's so great to put them into cozies. Because if they think they're smarter than us, yeah, there's a chance that they might be able to (laughs) to figure things out
1: once in a while i'll have her find a clue or you know sniff around the yard and oops that's a knife (laughs) (laughs) what have you got there or you know so it's kind of fun and it especially i write third person and you really only have the point of view of that character so if if she didn't see it or grab it or somebody told her about it she didn't have she wasn't privy to that information so yeah sometimes the animal does help it's like what have you
0: got in your mouth
1: or <laughs> 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 of
0: course it'd be funny if i've been watching these videos on facebook for since they came out with the reels over the phone uh-huh. and the ones i've been watching are the dogs that have like the talk buttons set up on the floor <laughs> are they fun
1: i, I I don't know if they just learn a habit or whether they really push the right button, but
0: it's interesting to see though. And I think that would be so much fun to put in a cozy where the dog steps on a button where it's like, ouch, outside or something like that, <laughs> trying to tell so the character where it's like, doesn't know the word for dead so it's like ouch outside ouch. Yeah. oh you could, you could you could that would be a
1: good setup my sister has the bell by the door and the dog rings the bell when he wants to go out but sometimes he just plays with the bell so it, it's hard to tell
0: yeah it's like do you really want this or are you just making noise I'm like i hear
1: bells and she goes oh the dog wants to go out I'm like, oh okay <laughs> he has you trained, doesn't he?
0: <laughs> <sighs> It'd be better than how my dog tells me she wants to at least go for a walk. She tries to herd me to the door. She's a healer, <sighs> so it's like I stand up, and all of a sudden her nose is just jabbing into my leg, like move, move. <laughs> oh, that's funny. She's gonna herd you. Yes, we need to get to the door. And it's like, yeah. dog, I am not one of your cows. Just. <laughs> I know what you need. <laughs> it's my job, though. It's my job. Oh,
1: yeah. <laughs> oh. They are so funny. And I, you know, they're such a part of our life and part of our family that they have to be in the book because I mean, they just have to. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> and she's on the cover. So for Vintage Trailers and Blackmailers, there's the cozy camper and the Jack Russells right there in the corner. So oh, I'm how I'm so cute. excited over the dog.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that is such a great cover
1: yeah the cover artist did such a good job the second one is film crews and rendezvous and the third one is christmas lights and catfights so
0: oh fun title wait to
1: see what they do for the <laughs> covers for this
0: yeah those are fun titles so do, do you have any time. hobbies outside of writing ah,
1: pre-plague i did uh, Since <laughs> we have been home for so long uh, we live on a reservoir down the road, but, I mean, you can put your kayak in, so that's always fun to, to take that and go paddling and take the dogs on walks and car trips. So hopefully we'll get back to a lot of the traveling and seeing people. We're inching into it. Yeah. It's, it's just not quite back to normal yet.
0: Yeah, it's kind of hard to get back into normal after so long of what we've been through.
1: God. I never would have imagined and I did a lot of creative projects during this time just to do different things and that was fun because I hadn't painted in a while and to make things and we bought a um, air fryer so that I never thought I'd get excited over an air fryer but it was we were able to you know oh let's do egg rolls
0: and let's do (laughs) onion rings what
1: can we make in the air fryer (laughs)
0: yeah Yeah, my family is discovering the joys of the air fryer too unfortunately and i got the insta pot whoops. and i'm oh. i'm
1: still nervous my grandmother had a pressure cooker back in the 70s and the top blew up and it ended up in an embedded in the ceiling yeah and i'm scared of them i'm afraid they'll blow up and my husband he'd say look it's safe you've got all these things so i make him do that i'm like you open it you open it <laughs> and he says stop calling it the danger pot and I'm like well I'm afraid it's going to explode it makes this really loud noise and beeps and he's like no it's fine it's perfectly fine and it does a great job <laughs> <laughs> oh how can my snoops and sleuths follow you let's see I'm at heatherwidener.com and it's w-e-i-d-n-e-r and that has all the social links that I'm on LinkedIn, Pinterest, Facebook, Instagram book Bob uh, Goodreads. Doesn't Thank it seem know.
0: like authors have to be on everything? It does. <laughs> I don't TikTok yet. Uh, I have
1: a uh, Gen Z at work and he's trying to talk me into TikToking. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, I sometimes think about TikTok, but it's like, what would I even do? It, <laughs> I mean, it's like I'm not a dancer. I'm not a <laughs> I'd probably drag the dogs into it. Like, come here, come
1: here. <laughs> Yeah, 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 because you don't want the cooking with Heather that is the set the alarm off and the (laughs) detector. Yeah, that's how to not do it. (laughs) Maybe I should do that. That might be
0: popular. Look what she ruined tonight. (laughs) It's like there's so many good cooks out there people might (laughs) be interested in seeing how not to do it. it. Yeah. Hmm.
1: oh yeah my poor husband he's like uh yeah the smoke detector that's the dinner bell
0: (laughs) oh i think i oh i get so many quotes off of facebook seriously uh one said i'm such a good cook even the smoke detector applauds for me (laughs)
1: I bought the, I love pampered. I mean, I love kitchen gadgets. I mean, that, these pampered chef parties and all these cool things. I buy them. Yeah. And sometimes I use them. <laughs> I bought these cool um, cast iron skillets and they came in different sizes. So you could do skillets on the stove or in the oven and all this cool, or you could put them on the grill. So I thought, Oh, this is great. I did not anticipate the correct flash point of the oil and how mm. hot the skillet was. And it just, flambéed up the side and the smoke detectors went off and the smoke turned everything off got the fire it was not didn't do any damage opened all the doors got the air going smoke detectors (laughs) wouldn't stop the dogs ran out didn't come back in they were like we're leaving (laughs) goodbye my husband's walking up the hill going i hear somebody's smoke detector i better go check on them and make sure they're okay oh wait that's our house (laughs) (laughs) yes you were making chicken
0: again weren't you and i'm like yes (laughs) oh we had pizza that night <laughs> oh dear
1: but the pans weren't great when i used them at the correct flashpoint that wasn't a flashpoint they were great
0: <laughs> oh maybe i should tiktok that way, you know. <laughs> cooking misadventures <laughs> yeah. oh
1: Good recipes because you know I find really good stuff for parties and things to take to potlucks and so I mean I love doing those kinds of things. But yeah, the whole entertaining for "Mm, twenties—that would be very stressful.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I've had so much fun chatting with you. This has been so great.
1: This has been—it has been fun. Thank you, and I hope your readers check me out and there's just so many cozy mysteries out there so yeah my pile gets bigger and bigger every time I I talk to people and they say oh have you read so and so and I'm like (laughs) no now I gotta go buy it
0: (laughs) (laughs) well we've reached our last question what is one complaint your characters would have about you as an author hmm
1: I start out really well because i will outline and have a vision of who did it and what happened and kind of where the red herrings are and then as i start writing i go off the beaten path and something will happen and i'll go oh that's very interesting and the characters kind of so they might like that i kind of let them leave and go but if if you're formal and you want to stick to the outline i never stick to the outline it, it always changes <laughs> So I have to go back and fix my outline after I finish it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> outline? What is that? <laughs> I'm a, I'm a complete word gardener. I oh, plant really? the seed of the story, watch it grow, trim as needed. Um. <laughs> uh, oh, that is so good. I wish I could do
1: that because I'm thinking. Because I have friends that say, I don't know who the murderer is. And I'm like, what? You're on chapter 20 and you don't know who the murderer is yet? <laughs> I know it could be of one. This one See, I think that's so cool. I have to know. Uh, nope, it's that guy or that gal. Or
0: <laughs> Oh, book two. I started out with a complete idea of who my killer was going to be. All of a sudden, this side character came in. I like to compare him to Kuzco from The Emperor's New Groove. Came in like that. And said, I'm the killer.
1: <laughs> See? Oh, and that's a good twist though, because everybody thought it was gonna
0: be, mm, it's that one. It's that <laughs> one. And it's just kind of like, wait, you were only supposed to come in one scene. Now I have to put you in every scene. <laughs> give to... me a reason for doing this. And... Yes. And it's just kind of like, you are you sure you're the killer? <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah buddy and then i'm like oh but I, ha- I can't kill anybody off that i might want to come back in another story <laughs> so that's always hard too because if and then if it's a long series people get attached and they get really upset if you you know kill off somebody that they like so i try to make it they're not the main characters and there's always about something usually it's never there's always something that's a little unlikable so it's not like
0: it's everybody's favorite character and now everybody's upset <laughs> <laughs> yeah with book three I'm I'm sure I'm gonna have people just cheering it's about time when the victim meets his end <laughs> and, oh,
1: yeah and there's some like that where there's a little bit of justice and it's like you know he had it coming <laughs>
0: and you're almost like do you really have to catch the killer because he was just kind of doing the world a favor (laughs) and and
1: that's it because everybody's like oh you write about killers and I'm like not really I write about justice and you know seeking justice and trying to put find closure for people so yeah there was a murder or there was a crime but it's more about I always want the good to triumph
0: in the end (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's I think that's one of the big draws with cozies is yeah there's been a killer but unlike watching the real crime shows where it can end with and the murder was like 30 years ago we still haven't caught the killer a cozy is always or at least all the ones I've read where it's like you did it you're going to jail justice is one out in the end Mm-hmm. and I like that
1: I mean I'm happy at the ending it's rarely that I read a cozy and go ah, no it shouldn't have ended like that because yeah. <laughs> there's some tv shows I watch and I'm like oh no 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 no. that was the wrong
0: ending that was just just so wrong oh <laughs> uh, there's some movies I've watched like that where it's like exactly seriously that's how it ended uh uh-uh. I want the script I want to redo that <laughs>
1: And you have to play fair. I mean, that goes back to Agatha Christie and the early writers. I mean, you can't just have somebody swoop in in the last minute and go, yep, I did it. Well, who <laughs> are you and why did you do it? And we spent all our time going looking at these other characters. And...
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: You do. you do have to play fair.
0: Yeah. Um, stick to some roles. <laughs> but that's oh.
1: the beauty of it too. You can suspend a little bit. And if you have... little magical element in there then yeah you can okay yeah real world all the time (laughs) there's a little bit of troll or a little bit of uh,
0: of gnome elf elf. (laughs) genie this makes it fun yeah oh well i have had so much fun talking with you the time just flew by yeah thank you so much for having me this was so much fun Oh, I'm so glad you had fun and could come. Thank you. Thank well, you. Best wishes with your new book. That's, that's Thanks. Exciting. You too, because your books sound great. Oh, thank you. Well, Snoops and Sleuths, you've heard another great interview here on The Cozy Sleuth. I'd like to thank my patrons, Regina, Cozy Cub, Dower Bear, and Patty Paul, for their contributions in keeping the show commercial-free and growing. If you'd like to be like my patrons, you can join me on my Patreon page at patreon.com slash sleuth. Or you can also join me on my coffee clutch at coffee.com slash sleuth. Also, if you'd like to hear some great cozy mysteries read by local artists, check out the Mystery Rats Maze wherever you find your local podcast. Until next time, this is Leanna Shields saying, keep cozy.